Welcome to the Moms Who Money podcast, where every week we chat about all things related to money, mom life, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Eileen Joy, and I am a money and mindset coach for moms, teaching you how to confidently go from living paycheck to paycheck to making money easy. Money doesn't have to be hard. It is possible to break the chains, and I'm going to show you how. Get ready to join the Moms Who Money. Welcome back to the Moms Who Money podcast. If you're new here, welcome to the family. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, I have an awesome episode for you. But before we get started, if you love what you hear today, would you please consider sharing the episode with someone that you care about? And then also share a screenshot and the link to the show on your socials. It honestly could change another woman's life if they're looking for financial help and they didn't even know that this show existed. The ripple effect that you can start is huge by you simply sharing the show. So please consider rating the show five stars if you listen on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify. It will literally take you one second to do. And if you listen on Apple, iTunes, you also have the ability to write a review so that it helps other women just like you find the show. The more ratings and reviews that the show has, the algorithm will share the show with more women. And there's just too many women out there that want help with their money and they don't even know where to go to find help. So we could all work together to help everyone. This is another way to shift the power of money into abundance for all women. And you can do it today. So please tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes that you're loving. The topic of home buying has been coming up so much lately with my clients, and I'm honestly so upset with what I've been hearing. Buying a house is the biggest purchase that you'll ever make, besides maybe taking out an enormous student loan, which I highly recommend not doing. So head over to episode 66, How to Avoid the Student Loan Scam for Your Kids, if you need a reminder why. A huge part of the American dream is home ownership. Right? We all grow up as Americans into this quote unquote dream, right? We go to school, get good grades, join a million sports teams and different clubs so that you can get into a good school that costs hundreds of thousands of dollars so you can get a job that keeps you just over broke. And then you get married, buy a house, get a nice car, have two and a half kids, get a cat and a dog, pay bills, and then complain about it for at least 30 to 40 years until you might be able to retire in time to really enjoy your life. And then your kids get to repeat the same exact pattern. This doesn't really sound so dreamy when it's laid out like that, does it? I mean, really, right? So when it comes to buying a house, there's so much to know. And then you hire people like a mortgage broker, and a real estate agent to help you with that process. And then you hope that you can trust these people to know what they're doing, right? So that you can get the best deal, right? And then there's someone to help you get into the best house. Now, I've been in both industries. I was in the mortgage industry for years. I've processed and underwritten loans for people, purchasing and refinancing their homes. I was also a realtor for many years and helped people buy and sell their homes. And those were some really interesting times for sure. I met the most wonderful people that I actually still keep in touch with from when I was a realtor. And what I learned the most was how important that it is to provide education, right? So have you ever purchased a home? Do you remember that process that you went through? I mean, do you remember those feelings that you had when you made that first call? 
right? You picked up your phone and you called the mortgage broker or your real estate agent. I mean, how nervous were you? I remember I was really nervous when I made the first call when I was in charge of purchasing my own first home, right? Even though I knew a lot, I was still nervous, right? I was freaking out. (laughs) So, I mean, you might have read a little about the process, right? And how it works. Or you might have even asked questions from maybe family and friends, right? To ask them of like, what do I look out for? Like, what are the right questions to ask? Like these things you you don't really know because you never really understood that step-by-step process, right? So buying a house for the first time, maybe the second, third, or fourth time, right? It's really exciting, but it can also be really scary. And even if you think you're ready, you might not be. And I would hope that those people that you put on your support team would tell you, you know, we always need a support team, always, whenever possible. And in this case, your support team would need to be a mortgage broker. If you're not paying 100% cash for your house, right? If you're taking out a loan, you need a mortgage broker, a real estate agent, a home inspector, a great contractor, an insurance agent, and the real estate attorney, right? They're in charge of that closing right? They have, they have all the paperwork. They do it all, right? And then of course, your money coach to help guide you through, right? How to navigate the whole process and your budgeting for your new home. And of course, all the expenses that go along with it, right? And then there might be more people added to your team, depending upon the details of your purchase. But that's really the foundation of who you need on your side. When I was a realtor, my primary focus was on education and to really ensure that my clients understood every step of the way of the process and really what to expect. And I treated everyone as if they were a first-time home buyer or a first-time home seller, right? And I still treat my clients now as a money coach the same way, right? The women that hire me want the education. They want to learn how to make money easy, right? And then finally be able to enjoy the process. And buying a house is scary. Opening an investment account is also scary when you don't know what you're doing. I still remember how my hands were shaking as I typed my information to open up my own first investment account, right? And then I made my first investment. I was so nervous, right? I get it. I know how it feels, right? I know how my own clients feel. They feel terrified to go through the same process. I get it. And you're not alone. I've created a safe space for you to learn at your own pace so that you can create wealth, fill your bank accounts, be debt-free, and still have fun so that you can stop living paycheck to paycheck and then teach your kids how to have a healthy money mindset and then set them up for life. I mean, you never learned about money in school and neither are your kids, right? So if this is you, head over to my website, momswhomoney.com. It's in the show notes. Book a consultation call with me. We'll talk about where you are now, where you want to be, and how I can help you get there. No one out there is teaching you how to purchase a home either. If you're a first-time home buyer, or maybe you're not, right? Maybe you've bought a home before, but you don't really understand the process. You just kind of sign the paperwork and you're like, where do I sign? Whatever, right? But what are you signing? (laughs) If you're a first-time home seller, I mean, you really need to understand that process too. Like, what are you signing? What are you doing? How do you sell a house? Plus, in every state in the United States has a different set of rules and a different set of laws when it comes to mortgages and real estate. Recently, one of my clients asked me about possibly purchasing a home since she's currently renting. So the first question I asked her was why? Why does she want to purchase the house now? 
And then she she said, at this point in her life, she thought she should be able to own a home on her own for her and her kids. I mean, that's legitimate, right? I mean, our society makes you believe that if you're not living the American dream, there's something wrong with you. It's that illness that most of us have. It's called comparisonitis, right? We all have it to a certain extent, some of us more than others. And comparisonitis can really send you spiraling into that into the deep, dark depths of debt and bankruptcy and depression. And if you're new here, and if you haven't heard my own bankruptcy story, head on over to episode 25. The episode is called Bankruptcy is Humiliating. You might even want to share that episode with someone you care about who is on that path right now. That episode is actually my most listened to episode out of all 83 now episodes. So if you've been listening, you can see how brainwashed we all are into thinking that we should be at a certain point in the American dream by now, right? By certain milestones that we have in our lives. And the home buying process is all part of it. Maybe it's something you dreamed about ever since you were little or when you were in college, or maybe you just started thinking about it because you're at that point in your life where you feel like you need to be purchasing a home right now, whatever it is. I'm honestly here to tell you that maybe you don't need to ever purchase a home, or maybe it is the right thing to do now at this point in your life. Because remember, say it with me, personal finance is personal. So it's all a matter of where you are right now, in your own financial journey, right? You get to write your own story and you get to make your own choices when it comes to your money. And most of the time you feel like you're standing at a fork in the road and you don't know which way to go. And then you're in this state of confusion. So then you start using your emotions to guide your decisions. And then typically it's in the opposite direction of logic. So many houses are purchased out of sheer emotions. And it's the, I should be a homeowner by now at this point in my life, or I should be far more ahead than I am, or I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And then you're just shitting all over yourself. And then you just shame yourself into doing something that isn't really in your best interest financially. And then the anxiety kicks in. And then you're too embarrassed to even talk about it with anyone because of your fear of feeling shameful. And then it's just too painful. And then the cycle just keeps going. I mean, does that sound familiar? I mean, I went through it too. Every single one of my clients has also been through the shame cycle. You're probably living it now if you're here listening to me, right? (laughs) Remember, you're not alone. You didn't learn about money or money mindset in school and neither are your kids. I really can't stress this enough. It's really not your fault. So if you're thinking about buying a house for the first time or maybe even moving to a larger home, or even downsizing right now. The first question you need to ask yourself is why? Why do you wanna purchase a house right now? Is now the right time? Maybe you're being forced into this situation or like, is it your choice? What are the specific details about this purchase? And what are the pros and the cons of the purchase? Are you moving within the same school district or across town or maybe even out of state? Would it be in your best interest to purchase a home right now? I mean, just because the mortgage broker tells you that you qualify for a loan doesn't mean that you have to take out that loan, right? Just because your real estate agent tells you that this is the best time to buy a home, it doesn't mean that this is the best time to buy a home for you. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. And maybe that's awesome for you. So what do you need to know 
about the home buying process to see if it is the right time for you now. Here's some home buying tips that your mortgage broker and real estate agent typically don't discuss with you that your money coach will. And by money coach, I mean me. So this obviously is the most important one. Number one, be prepared and create a plan. Use logic and not your emotions. When you make any purchase, any purchase, doesn't matter what it is, and you're purchasing purely from your emotions, nine times out of 10, you're going to have buyer's remorse, right? And when you're buying a house, you can't return it. It doesn't come with a money back guarantee. The next tip is have a minimum of 20% of a down payment to put down on your mortgage loan. So 20% of the total of the loan. There are so many loan products out there and they allow you to put less than 20% down and your mortgage broker will tell you that it's totally fine, which it is. It is totally fine because it fits with that loan product. But if you put less than 20% down, then you're also gonna have to pay for something that's called mortgage insurance. And then they'll also make it seem like it's no big deal, but it is a big deal when it adds a few hundred dollars to your monthly payment, right? Your monthly mortgage payment will go up by hundreds of dollars because of mortgage insurance. Then you're going to need extra cash saved on top of that 20% to pay for all these upfront costs, like the earnest money, which is the small deposit that you have to put down on the house when you sign the contract. It's money that you give to the seller to hold on to that says, you know what? Yeah, I'm really serious about purchasing this house. So here's like 2,500 bucks for you to hold on to that if I decide I don't want this house, you get to keep it, right? And then you'll also need cash to pay for a home inspection during the home buying process because when you buy a house, you have to have it inspected. Don't let anyone tell you you don't need a home inspection because you do, right? And then you might even need to pay for an appraisal upfront in addition to that. And then sometimes they let you roll that cost into the loan so that you can pay for that over the next 30 years as well. And then you'll also need to remember that it can be pretty costly to move. Whether you're renting a U-Haul truck or you're and doing it yourself or you're hiring a moving company, it can cost thousands of dollars to move. I mean, it could start anywhere from like $1,000 to $25,000 or even more. It really just depends where you're moving and how much stuff you have to move. And you'll also need to pay for all or some of the closing costs if the seller doesn't agree to pay them for you. Plus, you're going to need cash to pay for any repairs that pop up, furniture, decorating, right? You, of course, are going to go to Bed Bath & Beyond, right? Or somewhere to get, or home goods or whatever, right? You know, and, and then any upgrades after you move in. Like, I know one of the first things I did when I bought my first house was I changed the door handles on every single door in the house because I didn't like gold. I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, this is stuff that we do. <laughs> and then I wanted the, the the door handles that were like levers instead of knobs, because, you know, I like using my whole arm or my elbow to open the door when my hands are full, because my hands are always full, because I'm always doing stuff, right? And it's just easier. <laughs> so you need to change the door handle. You know, it's like these little things you don't think about that just, you go to Home Depot, and it's like, it's like going to Target, right? You run into Home Depot for one little thing and $1,000 later, you have new door handles. <laughs> so one of the most important tips that I can give you is how much home can you actually afford? Listen to this and then rewind it and listen to it again. Just because your mortgage broker says that you're qualified for a $700,000 house doesn't mean that you can really afford 
a $700,000 house, or maybe you can. But remember, personal finance is personal. And your real estate agent will ask you, what are you qualified for? And then you tell them, I'm qualified for $700,000. So then you'll be out looking at homes that sell for $700,000. Then you'll fall in love with these homes. And then when you meet again with your mortgage broker and they tell you that the actual monthly payment for a $700,000 house is way more than you really can afford, but you actually can really afford a payment for a $300,000 house. Then when you start looking at $300,000 homes, you will hate every single one of them because they're not as amazing as the $700,000 homes. I promise you. So do your homework before you go looking at homes, before you drive by, before you step inside. Then you'll start saying crazy things like, I'll just eat ramen and mac and cheese for the rest of my life so I can live in the $700,000 house. I mean, you and I both know that's never going to happen. And now your credit and your credit report and score is so important when you're taking out a loan. So hop on over to episode 69. It's called, Here's Why You Should Give AF About Your Credit Report and Score. Okay, so this is the next episode to check out to really understand more about your credit and really know that the higher your credit score, the better your interest rate that you're going to be offered. So The rates are actually determined by your credit score, not what's advertised. What's advertised is actually clickbait, right? And then they pull your credit and then they can tell you about the different loan types that you can get that you qualify for and if it's a fixed rate or a variable rate and the length of time that you'll be making payments. And then they tell you the rate, right? And how the rate can change, you know, daily. And then you have to lock it in right now, right? And you have to educate yourself about the difference between these loan types, like a conventional loan, an FHA loan, a USDA loan, or a VA loan. These are the most popular loans that are available to residential home buyers, right? And you can choose between a 15-year loan or a 30-year loan. And there's pros and cons to both. I mean, depending upon your personal financial situation, there is seriously so much to know about buying a home. So when you're honestly considering purchasing a home, make sure that you hire people on your success team that you trust, right? And they're going to do everything for you in your best interest, not just theirs, right? And you need to also ask your mortgage broker and your real estate agent to explain how much their fees are, right? And how it works and how much that will add to the cost of your home purchase or if you have to pay anything up front out of pocket, like you need to ask these questions. And honestly, I can just go on and on and on and on and on about all these nitty gritty details about buying or selling a home. But remember, it's important to use logic instead of emotions and have a plan in place before you make any offers on a home. You might even want to consider having a money coach in your corner who understands the entire process and does have your best interests at heart so that you can make the best decisions as to whether to rent or purchase a home right now. Or just stay wherever you are, right? And if you've learned anything today, please share this episode on your social media and share it with someone that you care about. I'm here for you when you're ready for money coaching and I'll help you every step of the way to reach your money goals. And if you like this episode, please be sure to rate five stars, leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please also share it with your friends. You sharing an episode of Moms Who Money could change someone's life forever. And thank you so much for being here today. I'm so grateful for you. Take a moment to thank yourself for being here today and taking the time to invest in yourself. And remember that you are your own best investment.
and I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.